about all of the treatments for chronic and major health problems, but often don't know what works and what may not. There are advantages in conventional medicine, as well as inroads that are being made in alternative medicine, natural healing, and biological dentistry. Welcome to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. We'll sort everything out and bring it to you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here is Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Functional Medicine with me, Dr. Howard Robbins. Um, We've got a packed show, and as I say every week, there's never enough time to to, uh, go over everything that we want to go over and talk about everything we want to talk about in spite of um, uh, everything. Just one hour is never enough. And we have a very important, uh, powerful guest on this week. I'm very excited to have him. And I'm going to get to him in just one minute. But before we do, I just want to quickly say uh, thank you to Promo Life. Um, Promo Life is our, um, one of our main sponsors. And I want you to go to their website, promolife.com, and look at what we're going to be talking about today um, in, in various ways. Things that you might be able to do to help yourself using home ozone medical generators. Um, in, in fact, if you call 888-742-3404, excuse me, that's, uh, I'm sorry, that's, a, I believe it's 886-742-3404, and tell them that you, you're listening to the uh, Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins, and uh, he said that you would be given something very special. They will give you a very special offer beyond what you hear on their commercials this week, um, something that's that more, more, the, more than anything else will make it uh, you're happy that you made that phone call. Uh, they'll give you a bigger percentage off or a, regu- a better regulator, something that you would need and want, and all you got to do is mention the show. Um, they have all sorts of wonderful ozone products, ozone oils, ozone um, suppositories that you can use for many different medical issues. We've done radio shows on it. So um, you can go listen to the shows. You can go watch their videos showing you and demonstrating how to use their different products. They're very helpful and very supportive. Also, I want to thank Doctors Biome. Uh, Doctors Biome has probably the game-changing probiotic uh, in the world. It's a true symbiotic. It's a probiotic and prebiotic. And what makes it special is that all the bacteria, all the biome are living. They're all 15 patented strains created to survive the stomach over 90%. So they're ready to go the minute you swallow them. And, um, of course, they're living in a 100% organic mint kale, lettuce, cucumber, celery, apple, lemon juice. There's virtually no sugar, so it's safe for diabetics. There's no alcohol. It's shelf-stable, so you don't have to refrigerate it, though you can and should, uh, because um, it passes from the stomach then into your gut, as we've spoken about before, quicker. And it also has been created, these bacteria strains were chosen to be what's called smart bacteria. And yes, there is such a thing. They actually are created to populate the wall of the colon. So they've been proven to fight against C. diff, irritable bowel, leaky gut, 
Crohn's, virtually every digestive disease and every digestive disorder in a more effective way, all from published studies um, on PubMed and through clinical trials uh, that have been um, uh, studied. So they were all chosen specially and for the first time ever put together in a, in a, um, a media, a liquid 100% organic juice that um, they actually can survive and work in. And it's not an easy product to make. Very strict laboratory controls are, are taken um, uh, before it's allowed to be released. Uh, and, that's, and for that reason, sometimes um, portions or batches are, are discarded which means you can't always get it because they, they every so often go out of stock. They cannot make it fast enough sometimes now because of the demand is growing. So they're working on that at the factory to be able to produce larger batches uh, more frequently for everybody. And um, they just overcame the last hurdle, one of the last hurdles. So everybody who's been waiting patiently is now getting it. And they're ordering doubles and triples because they don't want to run out of it. And it's good for several months, particularly refrigerated. It can last up to six months in your refrigerator. So there's no problem in doing that. And remember to use the code RADIO20, R-A-D-I-O 20, and you'll get 20% off your first order. Okay, now that I've gotten that out of the way, which is an important thing to do, let us go to our guest. Our guest today is Dr. David Brownstein. David's a board-certified um, physician in family practice. Um, he's pretty, pretty amazing. He's written, uh, I believe, 16 books, including one on ozone therapy, 16 books that people can understand on just about every health subject you uh, you can imagine that you'll find important. So you should really go to his website and and look at uh, all the different books that he's written. I promise you, you're going to find not one, but two or three that you're going to want to own and read. Um, he's the medical director uh, of the Center for Holistic Medicine in uh, West Bloomfield, Michigan. Uh, graduated from uh, U of M. And Wayne State School of Medicine. Actually, I was thinking about going there myself till I decided against it because of Vietnam days. Um, that's an interesting medical school. It's a very good one. Very, very good one. Um, he's a member of the American Academy of Family Physicians. And he's also uh, on the board uh, of the um, International College of Integrative Medicine, ICIM, where I train doctors. And we have a big meeting coming up for the doctors that are listening. You should really consider coming to this. This is a very, very important uh, meeting um, uh, that's going to take place at the, the last weekend of um, September. And um, it's going to be in, I believe it's in Dallas. In the, in the stockyard area, which is a wonderful place. I've been there many times. Lots of fun at Billy Bob's. And um, you, you may want to attend this meeting. Um, uh, we have Robert F. Kennedy Jr. coming to that meeting, who's going to be talking, obviously, about immunizations. So it's, it's, a, it's a very, very valuable and important meeting for doctors and healthcare practitioners to attend. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about a novel approach to treating COVID-19 using nutritional and oxidative therapies. And Dr. Brownstein has had some great experience with this. So welcome, David. Hey, thank you for having me, Howard. Happy to be here. 
So let's get right to it because we do go to a commercial break at 20 after the hour and then 22. When COVID came out, you started treating people. You were really, um, I I only treated people who were non-infectious, but you were taking infectious patients and treating them. And I believe you even published. Let's talk about that. Well, when COVID uh, began, you know, I followed the first reports out of China at the end of 2019, you know, of a novel case, a novel coronavirus strain causing an atypical pneumonia in three patients. And I followed every report that came out after that. And, you know, we all know what happened in, you know, Spain and Italy, you know, in early 2020, uh, 2020. And, um, you know, I was following Corona from the beginning of the crisis and, you know, it, came to the United States the end of January, beginning of February on the West Coast, and then, um, you know, it's starting here on the East Coast the end of February, and it came to Michigan, where I practice, um, beginning of March. And um, I remember exactly what happened and, you know, the, the sequence of events, and I remember the, the news media just harping that we're going to have millions dead in our country, and, you know, the modeling was at least one to three million dead. And, um, you know, I... Uh, at the end of February, before it had hit in Michigan, you know, my office manager came to me at the end of our work week and said, you better talk to the staff. They're all, no one's going to work next week. They're all scared. And so I had a meeting with them and I said that this, this is going to happen. And I said, I've been practicing medicine for 28 years and a few months. And I said the 28 years was practice for this very event that's coming up. And I said, this is our time to shine. We've been treating uh, influenza-like illnesses for over two decades using a nutritional and oxidative approach. We've had success with doing that, and we weren't. it didn't matter to us what the bug was that was infecting people. We were just supporting their immune system up, and we were finding our patients weren't hospitalized and weren't dying at anywhere near what the reported rates were. And so I told the staff that, you know, we're ready for this. Um, I said, I can't guarantee what we're going to do is working because we haven't treated this strain of coronavirus, but... We've undoubtedly treated coronavirus because one-third of all flu-like illnesses every year are coronavirus strains. Um, And I said, I have no reason to doubt that this therapy wouldn't... We have an immune system for a reason. I have no reason to doubt this therapy wouldn't help anybody um, who's sick with some kind of viral illness. So we... I told the staff that whoever wants to work can work. I said, I'm working, and we're going to... we're not closing the office. I'm not closing the office. We're going to see patients. And we're going to treat them because they're going to need it. And I said, I said, my prediction is doctors are going to close. Most of the offices will be closed. Patients will have nowhere to go. I said, we're going to, we're going to go into lockdown, just like what was happening in Italy at that time. And I said, everyone's going to be scared and they're going to need treatment. We can't just tell them to stay home and, you know, wait until they can't breathe. And I said, you know, there's going to be too much death doing that. And so I said, I said, well, let's, we're going to do our therapy, and it's the same therapy we've been doing. Nothing's changed. And, um, you know, we, we, we maintained about 50% of our staff. The other 50% stayed home. And um, we, we did it, and we treated sick people. We treated them outside in, you know, March and April in Michigan, which is not nice weather. You know, there's snow, ice, wind, cold, um, and, you know, we would line up cars in the parking lot and give them IVs and, you know, do our therapies. And, you know, what we found was um, the first 107 patients, I wrote up a peer-reviewed paper that 
we had two hospitalizations and no deaths. We should have had, I believe the numbers were eight or nine hospitalizations. I'm sorry. We should have had nine deaths and 18 hospitalizations out of that group for the numbers that were available, you know, at the time. And um, we've continued, you know, 18 months later, we're still treating sick people and um, we have now treated 517 patients. We've had nine hospitalizations now and no deaths. And so our, our therapy's working. They, you know, the, the problem we had in our country with over 600,000 dead is we didn't treat them. You know, we, 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 doctors didn't do their job. We were, I didn't go to med school to sit at home and tell people, hey, you're sick, just stay home and nothing to do and you know, wait till you can't breathe and then go to the hospital when it's too late for some of them. I was trained in medical school to make a diagnosis and treat people. And, and I can tell you by supporting their immune system, um, it makes a big difference in how they can um, overcome and, you know, recover from, from viral illnesses like coronavirus. Well, you know, my, my office is in a medical, um, is in an office building, a landmark building, right by Carnegie Hall in Midtown Manhattan. When I moved in, there were only three doctors in the, in the uh, building. You might not remember Dr. Emanuel Ravici. Sure, uh, but, of course. Yeah, yeah, well, he was one of the friends of mine uh, that got me into the building uh, with Serafina Corsella, who was one of the first alternative doctors for women, particularly. In any case, now the building has changed over, and of the dozens upon dozens of offices, it's almost every office is a doctor, a dentist's office, a healing practitioner of some kind, mostly MDs, and they were all closed down. There were like maybe three or four offices open through this, including ours. And one of the problems I was faced with, and I was wondering how you overcame it, is that we had no way of advertising to let people know we could treat corona successfully. Uh, you know, Robert and I published a paper on it back in um, uh, March of 2019, uh, a full week, March 6th, a full week in a peer-reviewed medical journal. And even the FTC made me take the link down from my website on my our own published paper, as you know. So we couldn't really get the word out that we have an effective treatment against it, but we were busy treating people for all the things you and I treat people for all the time uh, throughout the entire pandemic. We were constantly working. Uh, in fact, I would say we even got a little busier. Um, and um, the, how did you overcome get, getting people in? I've only been able to get 30. I'm on patient number 39 right now for post-COVID symptoms, meaning non-infectious, uh, you know, still holding the symptoms and getting the word out that we have something that can help them it was seemed near impossible without maybe having the city come in and arrest me. Uh, what did you do? Did you, did you have some well, novel way of getting that word out? First off, there's, I have five practitioners, so, you know, it's a bigger practice. And, you know, before the powers that be decided they didn't want any information coming out about any treatment for any patient sick with COVID for any reason, you know, I was blogging about it and I was, I was posting daily or every other day blog posts of the patients. I mean, look, the first week we treated patients, you know, I, I didn't sleep much. I didn't know if the therapy was going to work. People weren't breathing. You know, they, were, they were low oxygenation. Um, and so I, w I was as scared as anyone else. But, you know, by the end of seven days, 
we already knew what was working. It was working just like it worked the last 28 years, you know, 25 plus years on people. And um, so, so I started blogging about it and I was interviewing patients and I'd have them tell their symptoms, you know, what they had, what they did and how they felt better. And they're, you know, many of them went to the ER and sent home and some didn't. And um, so, you know, I was blogging my protocol as, as it was to, to provide some hope out there because there was no hope at that point. I mean, it was all just doom, 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 you know, millions dead, nothing you can do. The uh, biggest crisis the country's ever faced and, you know, nothing, nothing to do. And there was something you can do. And so I was putting it out there. I put the whole protocol out there and then I, you know, got a warning letter, the same letter you got from the federal trade communication telling me to cease and desist within 48 hours or else you hear from the U S justice department. And so that's, I didn't really get the word out there. I was just put, trying to say, you know, I was titling the blog post. There's still hope out there because there was no hope at that point. And, um, the word got out there in, in our practice from word of mouth as well, you know, that these sick people had somewhere to go. And so we were busy and we, you know, we did our work. I did as I was trained in medical school to, you know, not shy away from some medical crisis. You put your boots on and you put your straps up and you go to work. And, um, you know, we, we, um, we did a good job with it and I'm proud of it. But, you know, like you, we got, we got the warning letter from the FTC and it was terrible. And I took all the blog posts down. I even posted a blog in a year and a half and, um, took 20 years of blog posts down because of that. And, um, unfortunately here we are today, wall street journal ran an article this week saying the, the, there's no real therapies to treat coronavirus. It's a two page article basically talking about the failures of the conventional drugs that they've tried to use to help coronavirus patients and how they failed, but no mention of, Ivermectin, no mention of hydroxychloroquine, no mention of what I'm doing, you know, ozone, hydrogen peroxide, vitamin C. We'll get into that after the after the break. Yes. Um, let's go to that break now, then let's get right into it uh, so people can hear that there not only is there hope, but there are effective treatments uh, uh, for corona. So we're going to go right to the break. We'll be right back with Dr. David Brownstein. <laughs> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctor's Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctor's Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctor's Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctor's Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Interested in ozone therapy, but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. 
Let Promo Life help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promo Life supplies easy to use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promo Life is the only company that provides free live support, easy to follow videos, and easy to use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. Thanks for coming back and listening to our show. We're here with Dr. David Brownstein, an MD from Michigan, who a colleague of ours who's um, been very instrumental in fighting COVID-19 successfully, showing that no matter what the government wants you or doesn't want you to know, there are effective treatments for it. So you don't have to live in fear. And if you can't or don't wish to be vaccinated, as if you listen to my show, To Be or Not to Be Vaccinated, part one, two, three, and four, uh, you'll be able to make an informed choice as to whether or not you want to be vaccinated or not. It's pretty clear from my shows how I feel about that. I'm, I've always, I've been for most of my career an anti-vaccine doctor in general, and the COVID vaccines, as they wish to call the patented gene therapies and whatnot, just scare the living hell out of me. So anyway, David, um, so patients are coming into you now. It's the beginning of the crisis. What did you do? What was your, th- your thinking? What was your rationale? And what, kind of, what, what did you start using to help these people stay out of the hospital and get well? So our, our therapy for the viral and bacterial illnesses, you know, every flu season had been to, to what's, what's going to support the immune system? Because, you know, our... our, our we were designed to, you know, be able to survive these things. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here as a race. And every year there's a new strain of influenza, A or B or swine flu or whatever it is. And, um, you know, we don't fall apart. You know, some of us, usually the old and infirmed succumb, but that's life. And that's the sequence of, you know, sequence of life and how it goes. But, you know, we, we should have a robust immune system that can combat these things and keep us alive till old age, until it's time, you know, till it is time to die. So over the years, I, you know, been a holistic doctor for close to three decades. And, you know, I, I, once I saw the light and then began looking at things that support the immune system and support the body instead of using primarily drug therapies that poison and, and block things in the body, um, you know, I started to get good results. And so, so I came up with this protocol of using high-dose vitamin A, C, D, and iodine orally. So at the first sign of an illness, my patients were instructed to take 100,000 units of vitamin A, not beta-carotene, just vitamin A, and um, 100,000 units, I'm sorry, 50,000 units of vitamin D, as well as vitamin C in the form of ascorbic acid every hour, about 1,000 milligrams, and then iodine. And if they weren't taking iodine, they were instructed to take 25 milligrams of iodine, most of my patients were already taking iodine in the milligram amounts, and so I just told them to double it. 
and these doses were all to be taken at the first sign of sore throat, fever, cough, whatever, that you thought you were getting sick for four days. And then after four days, they would go back down to maintenance doses. And at the same time, at the first sign of, of this illness in particular, I had them nebulize a dilute solution of hydrogen peroxide and iodine. And it was a 0.03% solution of hydrogen peroxide. Um, we would, um, you know, have them mix it or, you know, we'd mix it for them. And then they would draw off a uh, sterile bag of the, uh, saline and peroxide and put three cc's in the nebulizer. A nebulizer is a device that can take a liquid and to make it into a fine mist so you can get it deep in the lungs. You can breathe it in. Asthmatics use it when they can't breathe to open up their lungs. And then to that three cc mixture, they would put a drop of 5% Lugol's iodine and nebulize that as well in conjunction with the peroxide. So that was really our pretty standard therapy. And what we, what we found was um, well, the routine response from people was if they couldn't breathe or they were having oxygenation problems, after the second, nebula- second or third nebulizer treatment, we'd have them do it every hour until they felt better or every waking hour that they could do it. Um, but after the second or third round of doing it, their lungs would open up and their oxygenation would get better. And we'd have them do it until they were recovered and then just gradually faded off. If things were worse and they needed a little bit more support, we'd have them come to the office and we'd do an IV of um, vitamin C, and then it was an IV push of vitamin C, an IV of hydrogen peroxide, and then an ozone injection. And um, because we didn't want coronavirus patients in the office, you know, sick, and I didn't want to take the risk of infecting my staff and other patients that weren't sick with it, we did these patients outside, you know, and that was, you know, what I was telling earlier about going out in, you know, March and April in Michigan. And so this therapy's proven effective for over two two decades with other influenza-like illnesses, and it worked just as well for this one. Um, so, you know, although the, the Wall Street Journal article says there's nothing to do two days ago, um, and there's a lot more that can be done out there. There's ivermectin, there's hydroxychloroquine, um, you know, there's, there's steroids, which have, you know, have occasionally used steroids in patients with coronavirus later in their course. But those are the minority. Now, I didn't use many many rounds of steroids. And really, our, our, our approach um, using nutritional and oxidative therapies has is, is, is been effective. And, you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, the, the letters you and I got from the uh, Federal Trade Communication, you know, basically said we were claiming a cure for COVID. I, I, I didn't claim a cure for COVID. I was just supporting the immune system with what I was doing. And, you know, their immune system recovered from COVID just as People have already recovered from COVID, you know, have natural immunity and probably have lifelong immunity to it. Um, and um, so there is a therapy out there. It does work. And there are other therapies that work as well. And if we had done, if we had done any measure of supportive uh, immune system therapy for people, we wouldn't be facing 600,000 plus dead. You know, Dr. Peter McCullough, a cardiologist, has estimated that we'd have 80% less deaths um, if we had treated people early in this illness. That means that instead of when the vaccine started uh, December, January of, you know, January of this year, December of last year, we had about 400,000 deaths or so. That means we would have had 100,000 deaths or less, and it would have been considered a regular flu season. 
of the amount of deaths. Because usually there's 20 to 80 to 100,000 deaths a year every season from the flu. It would have been considered a moderate to a bad flu season if we had treated people early instead of just telling them to stay at home until they couldn't breathe when, you know, it was often too late and then just go to the hospital. You know, it was a horrific approach to a serious illness that, you know, medicine did. And then when the, when the postmortem is written on this um, crisis, it's going to be in a very ugly read. Yep, I, I agree with you on, on everything you set up to the 80% number. I disagree with that completely from everything that I've seen. Um, first, I've seen during this whole pandemic, when it was at the height of it in New York and the whole city was closed down, I was treating, I treated on an average of about 100 different patients a week. And um, fact is, not one person that I treated from March of February, March of 2019 through now has come down with the infection, period. Not one person got sick, nor did my staff get sick. Um, I, I believe that the peroxide that you're using, uh, we know the biochemistry of the, of the, um, uh, of the, the virus. We know how it's, it's similar in ways even to, to Ebola. So we know that ozone peroxide should have a marked affinity for those sulfhydro groups and literally destroy the infection. Everything yep. you did, whether you knew it or not, was brilliant because it had to work and it's proven that it did. And um, it's it sad that we, yes, we never said we have a cure for the virus. What we've been always saying is we have an effective treatment for it. And for the government to suppress people getting treated for a medical problem when there's no treatment for it that they have is criminal. It's literally criminal. And to well, stop you, you, you from you saying you it, have Howard, that. If you think about it, their, their complaint is you're treating COVID. Well, no, I was, I was supporting the immune system. But the word treatment, so basically if a COVID patient, if I was a conventional doctor, I would have told them, just stay at home and isolate yourself. Well, that's a treatment. If I told them to drink water and stay hydrated, that's a treatment. So, you know, so basically, what, if, if I was following the rules of everybody else, I should have closed my doors, not answered my phone when they called and they were sick, or if I answered the phone saying, well, there's nothing we can do, just stay at home until you can't breathe and go to the ER, then I wouldn't have been, then I would have been in compliance. And that's what's caused 600,000, you know, over 600,000 deaths. And that's, that's a, not one black eye, that's two black eyes and a bloody nose and, you know, facial fractures from conventional <laughs> medicine, you know, and what they've done. Um, um, you know, black eye is not strong enough for, for what's happened through this. What's sad is that every doctor, you're on the same forums, I'm sure, that I'm on. All the doctors that used conventional medicine, ivermectin, um, they used... Um, uh, what else? Uh, you know, the, the chloroquines. Yep. The, no, everybody that's using that got wonderful results. Now that's using pharmaceutical medicine. You have to wonder what would be the objection to using pharmaceuticals to try to help somebody. And the answer is, the, if it's not being used in a hospital, it can't be used. And well, the hospitals are afraid to use it because they're out of the standard of care for treating it. 
using it off, you know, off-label for treating it, and thus they're fearful of lawsuits. Well, the, the other reason they weren't in use is to, to allow the Emergency Use Authorization Act to take place to allow the vaccines to come on board. You can't have a single therapy that has been shown to help a disease. Because if there's anything that helps or anything that's a treatment, therefore you can't do emergency use authorization. It has to go through the regular, the regular research channels, and it takes five to ten years to get that vaccine to market. Um, of course, these vaccines never would have come to market because they would have been found to be deadly and toxic and too many adverse effects in their, in their, uh, in their preclinical stages. But, you know, we weren't there. So they had to clear the market of any therapy that was having any positive effects because then they couldn't have brought the vaccines to market so quickly. So I believe that's why they did it. And that's why they're continuing to do it until they can get full authorization for the vaccines. The IRBs, for those that don't know, these are um, an IRB, an independent review board, is a group of doctors and people who are put in uh, when you want to do a study for a drug or a medicine or a treatment of any kind. They oversee the trials. They make sure that if it starts to reach a certain level of harm, of risk, that the trial gets stopped. And there isn't one IRB that I've ever heard of that would have permitted any of these vaccines to, to pass more than the first few months because of the adverse effect rate being at 20 something percent, 23 to 25 percent across the board and all the age groups tested. Um, it, there's just no board at all that would have permitted some of the serious adverse effects that have taken place to, to allow this to go on. And yet, Everybody should be taking a safe vaccine. That's what they're trying to put out. Uh, that the vaccine is absolutely safe, when we know it's not. It, it's 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 criminal. It's absolutely criminal. Do you know about the paper that was published? I think we mentioned it on that special call we were on, in Virology Journal from the NIH, and I think it was 2005, showing that the chloroquines would not only treat. SARS-CoV, um, which we had back then, we've always had it, SARS-CoV effectively, but also helped prevent it, that there was a published study and paper showing that? Yes. I, that was written about 15 years ago, and um, that's where the, the impetus came from using it for this illness. It wasn't that different of a you know, genetic makeup of a virus from the SARS-CoV-1. Um, and, um, you know... Unfortunately, Howard, here we are, you know, with, with hundreds of thousands of dead. And, um, you know, really, the push right now is just vaccinate everybody. There's no talk about treatment. There's no talk about immune support. There's no talk about anything except, you know, masking, distancing, and, you know, quarantining and vaccination. And um, none of those help the immune system. None of those support the body. And, in fact, all those therapies cause problems with the immune system. Well, we're coming into a, a, a new season, and I think the world is going to have to wake up because we're seeing, as they're, they're calling it, variants. In, in the English language, it's mutations. These viruses yeah. mutate. That's what they do. And a vaccine developed for one mutation can't necessarily work well, and it's already been proven not to um, on, on the Delta variant, against new mutations. So... If you don't have an effective treatment for it, 
you're already again at a at a major risk. And um, this is uh, let's let's as soon as we come back from our um, next break, uh, we're going to go. I'm going to go to break a little early. Give us an extra couple of minutes um, uh, in a row. Let's go into what can people, what should people do on a daily basis to um, boost cleanse, detoxify, boost their immune system? Um, what should they do? Um, and if there's any uh, literature you have uh, specifically, you know, which book they should buy of yours, I'm serious. What should they get? Where should they go for some support on all this? Because they're going to have family members talking against them doing all these things because the government isn't behind it. And many people have been brainwashed by the news media as to what they should and shouldn't do. So let's just go to our break quickly. Uh, we're going to come back uh, with Dr. David Brownstein, and let's go over what you can do to prevent uh, as well as, uh, you know, treat if things happen. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Interested in ozone therapy but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. tuned in to functional medicine with dr robbins if you have a question or a comment about the show please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to ozone doctor at yahoo.com now back to functional medicine with dr robbins hello everybody we're talking with dr david brownstein and uh Dr. Brownstein, just as a reminder, is an author of 16 different natural health care books. Um, he's brilliant in this. David, what, if you had to tell people, what should, they, what should everyone 
do for their themselves and their family on a daily basis? What should they take? Be as specific as you wish. What should they take? What should they do to cleanse, detoxify, keep their immune system boosted? So if they should catch something, their body will be able, better able to fight it. Well, I mean, the first step is to, you know, maintain good health um, before something hits you, whether it be um, SARS-CoV-2 or, or a heart attack or, you know, whatever. So it's important that we adopt healthy habits going, you know, throughout our whole life, you know, and just, you know, look, the country's not healthy right now. This is why coronavirus has hit us so hard. Um, Two-thirds of us are overweight, over one-third are obese. We have way too much diabetes and hypertension and heart disease, and, you know, we, we performed very poorly with COVID compared to many other Western countries. And so what, what can we do? Number one, we can all eat a healthier diet um, and get rid of refined foods and refined sugar and um, you know, keep refined flour, salt, oil, you know, refined versions of those down in our, you know, out of our diet and eat organic food and eat food where animals and crops are raised, you know, like they should be raised without pesticides and insecticides and hormones. Um, so first step is, you know, put the right food in our bodies. And, you know, the next step is make sure we maintain adequate hydration. You know, the vast majority of people that I see are, are dehydrated. They come in dehydrated and, you know, the human body is 70% water. The brain's 80% water. We can't function well in a dehydrated state. And I'm constantly reminding my patients, you need to drink enough water. And, you know, how much water in a sort of a, a rough rule can be take your weight in pounds, divide by two, and say that's the minimum amount of ounces of water a day to drink. Um, so eating good food, drinking water, um, you know, are two basic things. The third thing I would say is exercise. Exercise helps every medical condition known. It helps the immune system. You know, in my virus book, I have uh, cited articles on exercise, you know, helping to promote a balanced immune system that doesn't get wacky when it's, you know, exposed to some kind of viral infection. Um, exercise helps the brain. It, it helps you deliver oxygen to tissues. It helps you detox. Um, and, you know, my partners and I always talk about, you know, people should do the basics. You know, you don't need to take expensive supplements. You don't need to take expensive drugs. You, you know, it doesn't have to be that hard to do all this stuff. But, you know, we can all eat better. We can all drink water. We can all exercise. And, you know, a, a fourth basic principle is maintain adequate salt levels. Um, salt's a second major constituent in the body next to water. And salt provides electrolytes for our body, which thousands of different reactions require. You can't maintain adrenal function and thyroid function without adequate amounts of salt. Um, and what I'm finding with my patients is most people are salt deficient. The only people that have, usually have issues with salt are those in kidney failure and heart failure. And there's very few salt-sensitive patients out there that just simply can't take salt because they have some kind of sensitivity or allergy to salt. Um, and then the fifth basic health parameter I think people need to take care of is they need to maintain iodine sufficiency. Um, we live in an iodine-deficient world. Iodine levels across the United States have declined over 50% over the last 40 to 50 years. We are basically in an iodine-deficient society, and iodine is, is an essential element every cell in the body needs and requires. Um, 
I've tested over 7,000 people between me and my partners, and over 97% of people are deficient in iodine, most markedly deficient. The only ones that come to our office that aren't deficient in iodine are the ones that have read my book on iodine, and they're taking iodine coming into our practice. Everyone else is deficient because our food supply is deficient. And you can't make a hormone without iodine. The immune system can't function well without iodine. Um, it's been my premise that iodine deficiencies, what's leading the rapid rise in breast cancer, which is affecting one in seven women, and prostate cancer affecting one in three men. Thyroid cancer is the fastest growing cancer. Pancreatic cancer is increasing at epidemic rates. Ovarian uterine cancer increasing at epidemic rates. And I, this is all related to iodine deficiency as iodine helps maintain the normal architecture of the glandular tissue. Um, so those are five basic things everybody can do and have you know, a healthier immune system, a healthier body. And then you get hit with something like SARS-CoV-2, you know, you have a better chance to, to withstand it and recover. And, you know, if you recover from SARS-CoV-2 infection, you've got natural lifelong immunity and you certainly don't need a vaccine for that. And you'll have, you move on like we should be moving on with this. You know, what you, you mentioned at the beginning, I have 16 books. I've written a book about salt, Salt Your Way to Health. I've written a book about iodine. It's called Iodine, Why You Need It, Why You Can't Live Without It. I've got a book about this coronavirus infection, you know, a holistic approach to viruses. I've got many others out there. But I, I write these books because I see what works in my practice. And I, you know, as soon as I see something that works, I, I get excited about it, and, you know, the, the writing juices start flowing. Um, so there's things people can do. We need, we need to get our country in better health and, you know, so we don't suffer like this again. We can't go through another crisis like this again. I don't, you know, there was no reason to go through it the first time, and you know, I certainly don't want to see this happen again. Well, I, I agree with everything you said. Uh, what's very interesting, in fact, we should probably do a show in the near future on salt and iodine because people need to learn more about those two things. They used to have a product um, and marketing thing called Dead Doctors Don't Lie. I don't know if you remember that. And basically, it was just promoting the use of um, uh, sea salt uh, from ancient seabeds because of all the trace minerals and how we're so deficient in trace minerals in our body and that you can get from, um, you know, sea salt, uh, which I tell my patients to use because it's very healthy. Um, and the only other thing I add on to everything that you said, first, my patients all are required to do just three things. Be well hydrated. I have them take vitamin C five or six times a day. Um, I tell them as much as they can without causing an upset stomach um, uh, because I want vitamin C in them constantly floating, not just once or twice a day where it might go in and be utilized and then urinated away. So this way, they're always getting a dose of it. And then last but not least, everybody I say is dealing with candidiasis. Literally, there's nobody that you or I have ever seen that hasn't had an antibiotic at least once in their lifetime, let alone red meat or chicken that is an organic uh, uh, and even farm-raised fish now loaded with antibiotics that don't cook out, leading to yeast overgrowth in the gut which weakens the T-cell system, which is supposed to fight the viral infections. So uh, one of the things I, I make them do is take the doctor's biome, uh, my sponsor's product, for a very important reason. It gets yeast in balance again. So it boosts the T-cell system. And I, I believe, and in fact, with ozone, let's get back to COVID now. Uh, with ozone, 
we've seen from the papers that are being written around the world, it, almost any method of ozone is going to work against it. Rectal insufflation seems to have been successful. Um, uh, major autohemotherapy, one of the simple antiquated but simple blood methods has worked against it in, in Europe. Um, certainly the direct IV method I've been using has worked against it. Um, uh, IV peroxide, um, you know, while there is some issues with it, is not just another form of biooxidative therapy, extremely effective against it, as it should be. Um, all the different biooxidative methods, including what's very interesting, uh, one doctor from Imamides Hospital in Brooklyn, who was out of commission, sick with COVID, not doing well at all, decided to do intravenous oxygen. Uh, just plain intravenous oxygen, which has been used in Europe for years. And he got well and went back. So maybe it's not even the ozone that we need as much as just putting the oxygen into the blood because the body is not utilizing oxygen correctly or absorbing it through the lungs correctly and thus putting them on uh, you know, the machines to try to help that happen can't be, nor is it nearly as effective as the intravenous methods. So as we kill the virus with the biooxidation, uh, people are getting well. Listen, we're, we're coming close to the end of the show. Um, how do people, uh, you know, let, give us your website, give us your, you know, ways of people contacting you, phone numbers. Please say a couple of them, you know, twice at least and slowly. So I always like people to have a chance to write things down. So they can go to my website, which is www.brbrownstein.com. And, um, you know, all the books are listed there and, you know, some other posts and things like that. And that's the best way uh, to contact me. And, um, you know, the information is right there. It's www.brbrownstein.com. Okay. Uh, let's, we still have a few minutes. Um, I just want, I always want to get that in because I don't want people to, um, uh, you know, the show ends and then suddenly we forgot to say how to reach us. Um, any final comments about this whole thing? Um, any, any other, any other thing, anything else you want to put out to, to everybody so well, that they can uh, be supported? I think that, um, people are looking for, for, other avenues, and you know, we're clearly none of us be happy about what's happened and where we are right now. And so, I think that you know, I encourage everyone to you know, weigh the pros and cons of anything, weigh the pros and cons of the vaccines, weigh the pros and cons of oxidative therapies, weigh the pros and cons of you know, remdem remdesivir, um, you know, before you use it. And you know, most important thing is get your body in shape, get your body healthy you know, and, and eat correctly and keep hydrated and, you know, keep your salt, your electrolytes up and, and keep iodine levels adequate. And I agree with you about vitamin C, um, you know, being, uh, you know, an incredibly important, and a, you know, and a, an effective thing to take on a daily basis. And I would tell you there's, there's nothing wrong with using IV hydrogen peroxide when it's used appropriately. There's no side effects from it. It's an incredibly safe therapy. And there's, we don't see any issues with that in our office, zero. It's, it's, we've done thousands of them, and it's a great therapy. 
Oh, yes. And by the way, people, don't try this at home. No, no. <laughs> it's meant for Not medical professionals to use and do. Uh, there are people that just, you know, they watch something on YouTube um, and they go, gee, I'm going to get that. And because things are available that they shouldn't have available through the Internet these days, they get needles, they get they can get all sorts of supplies that they shouldn't have in their possession. And they figure, well, I saw it on YouTube. I can do it. Why not? It seems easy. Why should I pay a doctor for this? It's a big mistake, people. Don't do that. Dr. Brownstein, thank you so much for being on the show. Please, please find some time in the future. We'll talk about it and we'll have you come back on and we can talk about some of these other very important uh, uh, books you've written and subjects you've written on. Thanks for having me, Howard. It's been uh, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Absolutely. So, everybody, um, once again, we're coming to a close. Remember that you can um, reach me at Ozone Doctor, O-Z-O-N-E-D-O-C-T-O-R, Ozone Doctor at Yahoo.com. If you have a question, if you have a suggestion for a show. Please don't hesitate to reach out some subject you'd like to hear on. And particularly if you have somebody you'd like to have as a guest, please recommend them. Um, In addition, you can call me. uh, You can reach me through my office in Manhattan at 212-581-0101. That's 212-581-0101. Uh, Next week, we're going to have uh, Dr. Julia Ward come back on, and we're going to talk about uh, what I call hormones part two. We're going to talk about all the other hormones that your body uses, needs, and how to deal with that, because you can't have a healthy body without having the right hormones flowing through it. So um, uh, listen next week. Uh, Dr. Ward will be with us. She's graciously accepted the invitation to come back and uh, talk some more about that. Um, We have some great shows planned coming up over the next few months. And I am going away finally in August on a first vacation in two years. So we're going to be, you'll see an encore show that's usually of an important one that people like to listen to. um, So you don't have to go deep into the archives. Remember the archives here on um, simply go to episode directory. You can click on uh, show all episodes, go to each month and look at the titles of each one. Then if you click on that, it'll tell you all about it. Um, So this way you can listen to this show anytime you like. And if there's an important topic that you didn't get to hear once before, or you have a friend that now needs, uh, you can send them right to it and they can listen almost virtually anytime they like. Everybody have a safe, safe and healthy week. Uh, and uh, stay safe, stay well, stay healthy. Bye now. Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Be sure to join us again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be glad to talk again next week.